You know, sometimes you hear something or watch something and it reminds you of something else. The other day I was listening to a video that Neil deGrasse Tyson had put out on what is a day. And I thought that's a weird topic, but I started watching it. And it was all about how the earth rotates on its axis. And it's not exactly 24 hours like we think. In fact, most days are just slightly longer than 24 hours. So every few years, we have to add a second to our clocks to line them up. And I was thinking, well, that's nothing, you know, that's just a, a leap second, when in fact, we have something very fascinating going on in our body that has to do with the day. And it's much more than a leap a second adjustment. So let me go back. Um, we assume, I think many of us assume that we go to bed at night because it's dark and we wake up in the morning because it's light, but it isn't that random. It isn't just based on the fact that we want to be awake when it's light and rats want to be awake when it's dark, but in fact, we are programmed to do so. In other words, in our body, um, we have not only a master clock in our brain, but also these clocks within almost every cell of our body that sets us to this nearly 24 hour schedule. In fact, if you put people in a darkened room without any lights, without any windows, without any clocks, so no cues as to what time it is, they seem to still keep up with this 24 hour schedule where they're waking in the morning and going to sleep at night. Because it's not just this clock, I mean, it affects every part of our body. So our, our cortisol levels, rise in the morning as we're waking up, that's our stress hormone. And it goes down in the evening, melatonin goes up at night because that's our sleepiness hormone. And even some of the enzymes and hormones related to digestion and metabolism, which is quite important. That's how we live, that's how we get our energy. Uh, all of these also are on this 24 hour cycle whereby we find it easier to digest and metabolize food during the day and not so much at night. And that's one of the reasons why people working the night shift tend to have more issues with obesity, elevated glucose level, high uh, blood pressure. They even have an increased risk of cancer and gastrointestinal issues. We were designed to be awake during the day and sleep at night. And of course, rats, like I said, an exact opposite. You put rats in an environment and you turn on the lights during the uh, nighttime and they get all off the same thing. They have health issues as well. So when you screw with mother nature, it affects our health, our weight, and well, certainly our energy. So we're gonna talk about this circadian rhythm, this 24 hour cycle that we have and then talk about how to reset it because most of us are off not just by a leap second, we're off by minutes and we can get it back to normal so that we can get our energy back to where it's supposed to be. So stay tuned as we talk about what is a day and how we can adjust it. Do you wish you had more energy so you could feel better, stay focused at work, and have more fun at home? Well, there's nothing stopping you. 
professional athletes have used the science of peak performance for decades to help them to perform better. And you can too. The research supports that all it takes is just small shifts in the way you eat, sleep, move, and think. So listen in as me and my guests talk about how to energize your life so you can be happier, healthier, and more productive. Okay, so we're back and we're gonna be talking about the circadian rhythm. That's that 24-hour cycle that we've got programmed in our brain and how we're a little off. Now, some of us might recognize this as something that we feel when we're jet lagged. Have you ever done that? Traveled across time zones and your body says it's one time, the clock on the wall says it's another, and you just feel out of sorts. Maybe you can't get to sleep when you're supposed to in that environment because your body wants to sleep at the time zone that you are at. Uh, and it takes, they say, about a day for every hour time zone that you pass before your body kind of gets back in sync. And there's certain things you can do to help that process. And I write about that as well. But some of us also feel this, this lag also in terms of like daylight savings time, especially in the spring where we you know, we uh, turn our clocks forward and that messes up with our body. And, and again, it might take another day or two before people feel back to themselves. Sometimes it lasts for even longer than that. So we might be familiar with that, but in fact, many of us are feeling some of that lag many of our days because we're not in sync with, our body is not in sync with the clock on the wall. So let me explain. Because we live on this planet that makes one complete rotation every 24 hours, we assume that our clock might be exactly 24 hours, but it's not. It's nearly 24 hours and it's more often just that leap second. Many of us are off, the average is 12 minutes off. Meaning that if you go to bed at 11 o'clock because you feel sleepy on day one and you fall asleep relatively easy, the next night without any adjustment, you're probably not gonna feel sleepy until 12 minutes after the hour. And then the following night, it's 24 minutes, then 36. I mean, you can imagine, unless you make some adjustments, no wonder you're having a hard time getting to sleep, even though you know you need to get to sleep because you're tired and because you've got a lot of things to do the next day. So we've got to get back in sync. Oh, and by the way, some people actually have a shorter cycle. It's not as common, it's more common with women, but they have a shorter cycle, meaning like they can't you know, wait until their bedtime. They want to go to sleep earlier than that. But of course, every day, you know, they're losing those few minutes and it's even harder and harder to stay awake at a normal time. So how do we get back in sync with 24 hours so that we can go to bed easily, we can wake up feeling refreshed, and we can keep our energy up all day long? Well, it turns out there are some very simple solutions to help us to get our circadian rhythm back in sync. The human body uses external cues to reset our body clock, and scientists call these external cues Zeitgebers, which is German for time giver. And these two Zeitgebers are light and dark. If you go back hundreds of years before electricity, 
People went to bed when it got dark because they couldn't see too much. And they woke up at the morning light so they can get all their tasks done. But in modern days, we don't even have these strong cues because we have lights that can keep us up during all the hours. And so there's really no need to go to sleep at a certain time. And if you think about it, especially now we're in the middle of the winter, if you're driving into work, I'm guessing many of you are getting up during those dark early morning hours. You drive to work in the dark, you go into a building that maybe you don't even see any sunlight, but even if you do, seeing the sunlight through the window is not a strong cue. Um, you then go home in the dark, well, and you never ever get to see the light and that's gonna knock you out of whack. But even if you're working from home, I mean, many of us still don't spend much time outside. And again, looking out the window at the sun isn't strong enough to reset your body. And then what are you doing in the evening? I mean, many of us have our lights on full bright. We're looking at our screens, the TV, the phones, the computers, and all that blue light coming from the screen is tricking us that it's daytime, don't go to sleep. So it's no wonder that many of us are out of sync with our normal body rhythms. And remember, we're trying to reset them maybe as much as 12 minutes. So it's important that we get light and dark at a regular schedule so we can get this body in sync so we can feel more energized. And the solution is simple. Simply experience more daylight during the day and more darkness during the night. So here's how to do it. First of all, when it comes to light, it's recommended that our eyes experience at least 30 minutes of daylight every single day, preferably in the morning. So that light is perceived by our eyes, it travels down the optic nerve, then into the brain to register this light, to let us know it's daytime. And that light in the brain turns off the melatonin, which is that hormone that makes us feel sleepy at night. So we wanna turn it off Shortly after we wake up, well, depends on what time your schedule is, but you know, like something like at six or seven o'clock in the morning, maybe when the sun rises, to, to help us to feel more alert. So we can do that with a morning walk, perhaps. If you can't get out first thing in the morning, can you get out for a morning break, perhaps, or even during a lunch break? I mean, daylight during the morning hours is going to help you reset it eventually. And then Again, remember that light doesn't pass through the window of the car in the same way. So you have to get outside and get some light. So if there's not enough light outside, certain environments, the, the days are relatively short, or maybe you can't get out at all, you may want to invest in a therapeutic bright light. Now, lights are measured in terms of lux, how much brightness they give off. And the recommendation is to get about 30 minutes of bright light shining at 10,000 lux, 10,000 lux. That's the brightness of a sunny day. And that's strong enough to reset your, your master clock. What the light that I use during the winter months is made by Verilux. I'll put that link in the show notes. It's small, it's lightweight, it's inexpensive, and it's simple to use. You just, it has this little kickstand. You put it to the side of your head as you're reading or eating breakfast, 
You maybe have it 18, 24 inches away. It's not something you look into light. In other words, you do your usual activity. You can use it when you're putting on your makeup in the morning or whatever, um, and, but that light is perceived by your eyes and again, helps to reset your, your body clock, turn off that melatonin in the morning. Now, for those of you who have perhaps a shorter circadian rhythm and you have a hard time staying awake, you know, you'd like to go to bed at whatever it is, 9, 10, 11 o'clock, because that fits in with whatever time you need to wake up. But boy, you can barely make it every single day. And it's not because you're not getting enough sleep. I mean, let's face it, if you're not getting enough sleep, of course, you're going to feel tired in the evening. But you're saying to yourself, I'm getting plenty of sleep. I don't know why I can't stay up. Well, chances are you have that shorter circadian rhythm. So what you might want to do is to try to get some bright light in the later part of the afternoon because that will help to lengthen your internal clock. So maybe taking a break in the middle of the afternoon to get outside and get a little sun. I realize I mentioned 30 minutes. If you can only get 10 or 15, again, it's something more than what you're getting right now. So that morning light is going to help you to shorten the day so you can get to sleep uh, earlier so you don't struggle so much to fall asleep in bed. And then late afternoon is going to help you to stay awake a bit longer so you can stay up past dinner perhaps. Before we talk about the second executor, the second cue that the body uses to reset its body, let me just mention that as a professional speaker, I love, love, love talking about sleep, how to get a good night's sleep, how to reset your body, how to manage jet lag, if you're a business traveler, I love talking about all that. In fact, I do medical continuing education for health professionals, including doctors and nurses and so forth. So if you know of an organization or your company is planning programs in the upcoming future, please let them know that I'm out there and uh, give me a call. One of the formats that I love doing right now that I started doing during the pandemic are my quiz shows. So every three to five minutes, I ask a challenging question and then we answer in the poll and I debrief and then we go on. It's a fun way to learn without sitting through another Zoom call. So whether it's a live, because I think we're going to be doing those soon, or a virtual program, please do remember to call Dr. Joe. All right, let's get back to the program. Now, so that's the first cue to reset your body, light. But there's a second zikiver we talked about is dark. Prior to electricity, when the sky got dark, that I would detect this darkness. And of course, it would stimulate the pineal gland in the brain to start producing that hormone we call melatonin. Yes, it's not only available in the bottle. We produce this naturally. We call it... Dracula's hormone because it only comes out in the dark, meaning that any bright light, whether it's from the sun or staring at the blue lights of your phone, any bright light is going to prevent or slow down, diminish the production of melatonin. I remember traveling once to, uh, well, I guess a couple of times to Alaska, and it's in the middle of the summer, so it's midnight, it's still light outside, and it is weird. You're like, how am I possibly awake and it's midnight? It's because that bright light is signaling that it's daytime. 
So you want to introduce as much darkness as possible so that your body will naturally produce the melatonin that you need to feel sleepy. So about an hour before bedtime, you know, the time you want to go to sleep, just start turning down the lights at home. Turn off those large overhead lights, turn on um, some, you know, small lamps perhaps instead. Turn off the TV, the computers, and yeah, your phone. Give yourself that last hour or so to develop some habits so you can naturally produce the melatonin to help you feel sleepy. By the way, if you're thinking of cheating the system and saying, ah, I'll just keep the lights on and take a melatonin supplement said, well, good luck. Because studies have shown that bright lights cancel out the effects of even a five milligram melatonin supplement. So it's not gonna work. You still need to get rid of those lights. So why not use the hour before bedtime to do some quiet reading, like with an actual paper book rather than on your screen. And, uh, you know, I use that time just to wash up, plan for tomorrow, do some stretching, maybe work on a Sudoku puzzle with the nightlight. Find something that you can do to help you to unwind. Remember, for those of you who have kids, you probably put them through a nightly routine, which included dimming the lights and getting in your pajamas, brushing your teeth, all that kind of stuff. Kids need that kind of ritual to help them to get to sleep and we adults do too. We need something like that to help to wind us down. So when you get into bed, remember you still want it to be as dark as possible. So turn off all the lights, including the hall and the bathroom light. If you really need to have some light outside that, that bedroom, you know, just find a night light. And I've looked at a bunch of them and, and it's something like four watts, um, a four watt light bulb is, enough to help you to get into a room and not trip over yourself, but not so much to you know, turn it into a bright light. So some of you might need some darkening shades depending on what is outside your window. I know when I'm traveling, so I carry a binder clip in my briefcase because if you notice those blinds in hotel rooms, they just never completely shut. So I just clip them shut. What about the clock in your room? Is it emitting a lot of blue light? What about the phone charger? I mean, look around the room and see what is giving off light because even that small bit of light passing through your eyes into the brain is going to reduce your melatonin production. And by the way, if you wake up in the middle of the night and you have to use the bathroom or you just wake up, don't look at your phone. You know, it's the same reason that bright light going into your eyes is going to tell the body, it's daytime, wake up, and it's gonna turn off that melatonin production. If you have a hard time turning off all the lights, do what I do. I use an eye mask to block it all out. It makes it so much easier to get to sleep. I have one that I carry in my uh, suitcase at all times, so I have it for a trip that I take as well because it's even harder sometimes in some of these other places where I don't have as much control over things. But Darkening the room at night, then turning on those bright lights during the day is going to help you to wake up early in the morning, feel more refreshed, and feel more productive and have more fun during the day. So remember, keep your body's circadian rhythm aligned by using both light 
and dark strategically. Hope you get a good night's sleep tonight, and I'll talk to you next week. Please subscribe to the channel and share it with others. For more information about how I can help you and your organization, visit drjoe.com. That's just four letters, D-R-J-O dot com.